Hello, hello. Welcome to another Monday morning cash up. It is 11-21-2023, and why, Kyle? 11-21-2023 isn't exactly Monday morning. I know it's not. I know if you're new here, we do this almost every week. We explain that it's called the Monday morning cash up, but we're delivering on a Tuesday once more. Why? Because it's just it's just how we are. It's just Mondays get busy with lots of meetings and stuff, and I don't have the time to record this. I got to source some articles. I got to talk to certain people about certain things, you know. Things got to get done, and it's not that you're not a priority community. You are priority number one for me all the time. It's just, you know, you, you're kind about this. You're, you're not demanding. You're not standing at the gates with your pitchforks and torches demanding the MMCU. So thank you for that. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> oh, I hope we're all in a good mood. Turkey Day is coming soon. What is Turkey Day? Turkey Day is Thanksgiving. Nope, nope, we're not going to get into the historical context of that, or are we? Go- nor are we going into the uh, slaughtering of the animals en masse for that. Vegan or not, you know, nope, we're not going into that. What we are going to talk about, though, is the fact that this is, I believe, the most well-traveled tra- holiday in the U.S., we like to see each other on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's about coming together, breaking bread. Nope, nope, not the historical context. We're not going there again. But it's about coming together, putting aside our differences, having a good time. So what are you doing? Are you going with family? Are you going to be spending some time with friends? Are you going to ring anybody on the phone that you haven't talked to in a while? Maybe not sober. Who hasn't done that, right? crickets okay maybe just me maybe maybe just me um me and my wife are going to be here in la we're we're staying home we really wanted to spend time together take it easy we usually make these big meals well she makes the big meals turkey every side known to man and uh, we get lots of people together great conversations we usually see the sun come up um not this year so we're just going to watch some planes, trains, and automobiles, some Hallmark movies. She's going to make a big meal for us. And uh, we're going to be selfish, terrible people. <laughs> um, watch Mystery Science Theater 3000 Turkey Day Marathon. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to take it easy with the significant other. So uh, shout out to the people um, doing that. And shout out to the people who maybe don't have as much this year. So if... Uh, if you're feeling a little lonely, as we do sometimes, hop into the Discord. We're always here. We can have a chat. Maybe we can play some games together. We can figure some things out. But I don't want any, anybody to feel alone this holiday season. It's already been a tough time in the gaming industry. There's no sense in uh, feeling alone for one night. So hop in there if you if you want to talk to someone. All right. Uh, what's going on at Robot Cash? Uh, we're in the final stages of some planning. Um, we're planning for next year. We have lots of giveaways planned for iron for free games. We have new podcasts coming out, um, a whole new social media presence that, uh, I've spent a lot of time kind of designing some assets over. It's going to be fun. It's, it's been fun to take a break a little bit from everything, from the podcast, from the interviews, from posting quite a bit like we were for a while and doing something a little better. 
So thank you for, you know, having the patience with us all the time. Community allows us to iterate and allows us to be our best. So thank you very much from the bottom of my ginger community manager heart. Okay, so let's get into some of the news. Now we have um, a big one that's coming that I want to talk about that I didn't bring up early enough. So early this month, DJ Pretzel, the guy who does the music before and after every MMCU, is stepping down from OC Remix, the company he helped create that also provides all the music for every episode that you hear on Heart of Cash. So I just want to say thank you to DJ Pretzel for all you have done. Your selflessness knows no bounds. Um, and thank you for, you know, of course, always letting us play the music on this podcast. We will continue to do so in your honor. All right, let's get into some of the news. So here's one. Uh, Game Engine Game Maker is now free for non-commercial use. Indie developers can pay a one-time fee of $99 to sell their game instead of a subscription. Yeah, I think that's very, very cool. If you, okay, I love talking about the news. I should have done some kind of intro to this news segment. I'm just really excited to get into it. And to be honest, I've recorded this two other times in different capacities because of my battles with Pro Tools. So we're going to... It's before the holiday. We're a little ludicrous today. We've done this. I feel like I'm in Groundhog Day. So bear with me. <laughs> all right so i think this is really cool that game maker is now going um free for non-commercial use because imagine the future when we put more of these content creation tools in the hands of people that otherwise maybe couldn't afford them what kind of new ideas are people going to formulate and put out there we're going to see we're already flush with content but you know what we can never have too many ideas in the gaming industry uh, I'm excited. I, I always think about these, uh, these. I don't want to say kids because I know adults are playing them too, but kids that are playing Minecraft and Roblox and how they may want to step up and use different types of tools to realize the dreams. And, you know, they've already been building games or building levels in these things and they want to build it a little bit bigger or differently. And I get very excited. This industry is amazing. So very, very cool of you to do that, Game Maker. Congrats. Um, there's a new book out that, uh, I just bought today. Um, it's a, oh, wow. The article is free and now it's not, um, it says to these writers, video games are not just entertainment, but art. Um, and the anthology critical hits, that's the book name gamers. Like, I'm not going to say some of these names cause I can't pronounce it. And, uh, I'm just very slurry today. I'm slurry. Makes it sound like I've been drinking on the job. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tired and I've had to do this a few times so my mouth is pretty dry but um, these writers explain what the medium means to them and it got a really good review at the New York Times why can't I read this let me try opening it again here I had it at the ready look at this look how professional I am I think uh, when you when you record a podcast a couple of times and you have to do it again you you just kind of snap a little bit and all the professionalism you wished you had goes out the window. No, I can't read it right now. Okay, well, anyway, it was a glaring review of just the perspective on the medium and about how it's art. We've talked about this subject in this podcast. We actually talked about it in the one with OC Remix. Um, we've talked about AI art. Um, 
I, I don't think you can even make an argument against it these days that it's not art. Uh, there's this, I've mentioned this on the OC Remix podcast, but some people say, oh, because you interact with it, it's no longer art. And an art is a concrete piece of whatever. You know, we, we just enjoy things, right? If we enjoy things, we want to be better. That's what's important. Um, here's an article that I can actually click on and explain to you a little bit more about. Um, it says, how cold storage's wipeout score steered video game music into the millennium. And this is an article at Bandcamp. And cold storage, like it says, was one of the um, you know original people who did the music for the, the game Wipeout. And it talks about how... Uh, let me read this opening paragraph. It's kind of a cool opener for it. Uh, good job to the writer Casey Jarman. And it's cool that Ben Camp is doing this type of content. It says, Sometime in the mid-90s, Tim Wright found himself on stage with the Chemical Brothers. Amped up by the music and kind of standing around, kind of dancing, he pumped his fist into the UK crowd and they roared. He was pretty sure no one in the rowdy no- audience knew who he was. The bro- brothers introduced him as Cold Storage, a musician responsible for scoring the new PlayStation game Wipeout. The crowd roared again. And he says, uh, they were so drunk they'd probably woo anything. Um, yeah. But uh, if you're of a certain age, uh, the Wipeout games kind of blew our minds at the time. Um, and you might remember what that was like, uh, hearing the Chemical Brothers, or I think it was Prodigy was in there too. Um, there was a lot of different people, and uh, it was it was mind-blowing. So hearing this interview, this just quick article um, about one of the contributors to that was really interesting. It really had my nerd... Nerd, nerd neurons firing hard. I don't know why I can't say that. Maybe it's the Minnesota in me. I don't know. I can't say nerd neurons. <laughs> oh, just a fail today. All right, here's another. Listen to that. You can you hear me wheezing? This is this is all the hard work I put in. No, um, I don't know why I can't breathe well on this. I sound like Sam Sulik before a workout. If you don't know who that is, don't Google him. Just a 21-year-old steroid-using influencer. I could talk more about that. I love the positive mindset the guy has, but I don't like how these people don't talk about how they're on some gear. But anyway, video games. Video games. That's why we're here. <laughs> All right, so this is one that I... I really love talking about this type of thing. And if you want, if you want a juicy Heart of Cash episode about matchmaking and skills and online rankings, we can do that. Somebody, please. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Discord and it's gonna be a, an account called Not the Community Manager that's gonna recommend this type of a podcast. And I'm gonna say, Oh, wow, you should uh you should, that's a great idea. Thank you. Thank you, random stranger. But it says, here's the article title. And this is why I'm kind of framing it this way. Admit it. You don't understand skill-based matchmaking, and neither do I. It says, the implementation of popular FPS matchmaking system has shifted and changed within the last two decades. And it kind of goes into about how people of Call of Duty um, are really, have been pushing to get uh, SBMM, uh, skill-based matchmaking, removed for a long time. Um, and why that may not be an easy thing to do. And also what uh, the former head of multiplayer for Halo um, 
their view. And the TLDR is a uh, skill-based matchmaking is when it, when you play online, are you going to be put with someone at your skill level? And there are good things and bad things from that. The good thing is that you feel like you have a, a battle ahead of you. But if it's it, if every match you're fighting for your life and it's intense, is that a good? Is that what the player base wants? Does the player base want something that's a bit more random? Uh, I know a lot of skillful people sometimes like beating beating up on the less skilled people while the less skilled people you know they get into some of these games and they don't want to get <laughs> buried every match so it it's largely um the takeaway i got was it depends on the community the culture of the game everything around it uh, i thought it was interesting how the person max hoberman from bungie said uh I don't think skill should be a primary factor when determining what to match into a casual lobby together. And they talked about how um, a varying skills level. So sometimes you might fight people that are way better than you. You might fight people that are way worse. Um, but just keeping it on a sliding scale and allowing some, you know, wiggle room there. Uh, and I know there's other matchmaking systems that tend sometimes match people based on toxicity level too. So this is really interesting Um for me as a community manager, because it's about how people connect in digital spaces. So, and I'm a very intense, intense, uh, competitive gamer too. So, uh, another bit of news, another bit of news. Here we go. U.S. children want video games for the holidays. According to the ESA, listen to this. The top item on the holiday wish lists of American children between the ages of 10 and 17 is video game-related presents, the ESA said. A recent survey conducted by the Entertainment Software Association, biased, no, I'm kidding, showed that 72% of children are seeking video game gifts, closely followed by requests for money or gift card at 70%, clothing accessories 66%, and electronics or tech items like phones and smartwatches at 62%. Um, yeah, and it, it also goes on to say like, oh, there's a really low number for physical toys, which always makes me sad because I'm surrounded by action figures all the time. And who doesn't have fond memories of physical toys? Um, it says the data revealed that both girls, 59% and boys, 86% intend to request video game related gifts this season. The top five specific items in their wish list include game subscriptions, 39%. Think about that game subscriptions that might seem a little wild to an older generation that doesn't necessarily believe or didn't grow up with game subscriptions very much so that's the highest one game consoles were at 38 percent game gear not game gear not the not the platform game gear and accessories at 32 percent in-game currency 29 percent and physical physical video games at 22 percent the the industry's changing that's all i can say industry's changing and very cool for this industry to be so mainstream i you compare you add take that take that news item then add on the game maker one and like i said you're going to have a lot of really amazing games and content in the future how cool is that and hopefully they can have have them all on robot cash Woo! look at that earning the paycheck all right so um we stay positive on this podcast, so we're going to try and do that with this article. It says, 
My mouth is so dry. For, forgive me. I need to drink of this tea. Multiple podcasts. Multiple podcasts. All right. So and I've been seeing a lot of negativity for the recent Call of Duty game. And I'm not going to say whether it's warranted or not. I'm just saying I've noticed it. And, uh, you know, that might make you think that people aren't playing it, right? Uh, sales might be low, I don't know. But uh, Sledgehammer Games, the developer for it, recently came out with an asset. When I say asset, it's a picture that they posted on social media and says, thank you for setting new modern warfare engagement records. It says, more hours per player overall than Modern Warfare 2019 and Modern Warfare 2. It says that the new one is the most engaging third or modern warfare zombies is the most engaging third mode in modern warfare history and it also says campaign players putting in more time per player in modern warfare 3 than the previous two installments so very 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 interesting uh i didn't see any data that was tied to which platforms were doing this or how they got the numbers but very very interesting what you think Hmm. All right, and uh, last bit of news here. I was on Reddit, and I uh, I saw this thing in R Gaming today. That was uh, it's a guy that is pictured next to a life size Arbiter from Halo Three. They were like the alien that you play, and it says my own great journey to build a life sized Arbiter statue. And this guy standing next to it, he must have handmade this. There's no other information. Wait. It's Imager? Oh, I can maybe click it. Is there a description? Nope. No description. But this is, again, one of the cool things about being a gamer and how people express it. He's creating this elaborate arbiter. Ar arbiter. <laughs> man. Man. Talking is hard today. Oh. Anyway, I got there's a bunch of news that happened. Uh, there's some articles that came out about... Um, Kind of the, how the layoffs have been affecting the industry and um, the people in it. I didn't want to get into that so much, but uh, go check those out too. They really tell a really great story. One is from the LA Times. Um, the industry is facing some a little bit of uncertainty right now. Uh, there's some people that are going to the holiday season, like I said before, um, jobless and maybe a little worried about where the next paycheck comes from or a little uh, they're experiencing tightening of belts. So. Uh, I just want to say uh, my sympathies are with all of you and um, there have been some really uh, great people on LinkedIn that are coming together and collating a lot of resources. So go on there um, and if you if you need access to those, if you're a game developer yourself, uh, ping me and I will send you some of the resources that I've seen on LinkedIn. So just want to help this industry out. Um, as we always say here at uh, Robot Cash, we, we want to give back to the industry that we have been involved with for so long. Uh, there are people that are at the top of this company that have spent many years more than me working at this, and I've interviewed a few of them. So check those interviews out and um, stay warm, stay stay full, but also stay hungry in that whole metaphysical, mental, you know, hungry to do things with your life kind of point of view. All right, I'm rambling once more. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Please be safe this weekend and this long week. Please. I want you to be a listener next week because that's all that matters to me, okay? 
just that you hit that play button. <laughs> all right. Thank you all. Love you. Bye.